G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Poverty is a terrible thing. Physical poverty, emotional poverty, spiritual poverty. It eats away at you. Well, what if I told you that God wants to make you rich? No, no, I don't mean a big house, an expensive car and a personal jet. They're just trinkets. No, God has something much better planned for you. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today, we're going to take another look at your life from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about a free daily devotional to help you live in victory each and every day in the promises of God. As we look around at the people who walk past us on the street, what we often see are blank faces with very little emotion, faces that hide what's really going on inside. Joy, pain, boldness, fear, wealth, poverty... You just don't know, do you? Now, I used to think I knew what poverty was, and then in January of 2005, I found myself standing in the middle of a squalid little village, just a few hours' drive outside Hyderabad in India. It was all I could do not to weep over the depth of the poverty that screamed at all my senses. Sometimes a lack of money, financial poverty, strikes. It can strike the wealthy and the not-so-wealthy, in the developed world and the developing world. So, where's God? Today I'd like to share with you the story of Harry, a young man from Zimbabwe, and his friend Joseph from South Africa. It's a story of God's blessing amidst poverty. The story begins in the middle of June 2005 at a conference in the UK at Stoke-on-Trent. It was the conference of the United Christian Broadcasters, which I attended. There were Christian TV and radio stations from right around the world at this conference. In particular, I wanted to connect with a CEO of a ministry called Media Village in South Africa. These are people who train young folk in television and radio, and they seem to be doing some really cool stuff. But she was so busy, she was speaking most of the conference, we just couldn't seem to connect. The last morning of the conference at breakfast, my wife and I sat down at the table in the dining room, and this young, very well-dressed African man in his late 20s by the name of Joseph, sat down at our table. We got chatting and it turned out he was the head of the radio school at the Media Village. As we talked, somehow we just seemed to click and we got excited and we said, let's, let's do something when we get back to Australia and South Africa, respectively. So over the next few months, our relationship developed. Joseph is promoting our radio programs, this program and the other programs that we produce, to stations right around Africa. It's a great ministry partnership that's developing. But on the 22nd of December 2005... Joseph sent a broadcast email out to a number of people, me included, telling us that there were nine students who had just completed a three-month course on how to produce radio programs. They'd all done so successfully, but so many of these students were very poor, and without paying their fees, just as with any other institution, they couldn't get their graduation certificates, the bit of paper that said, well, this is what they'd done. It's the reality. They're very poor people. And we were talking, I don't know, a total of about 4,000 US, about 5,000 Australian for all the the students. Most of them had paid some of their fees, but, you know, there were some really poor people there. 
And in particular, I'd like to share with you now Harry's story. Have a listen to this, because when I read Harry's story in Joseph's email, I tell you, it really got to me. He writes this, Dear friend, it's been a privilege attending the School of Radio Broadcasting 2005 here at the Media Village in Africa, and I just want to express my appreciation. I hope this letter finds you in good shape emotionally and physically and mostly spiritually. It's been a challenge being in this school, considering that when I came, I was really greatly financially disadvantaged. It took me a huge step of faith to leave Zimbabwe with only the money to get to Johannesburg, and I just didn't have enough money to get to Cape Town, which is twice the distance from Zimbabwe to Johannesburg. God took care of me by his grace and I made it to Mindy Village. I was still short with my finances because I was supposed to pay half the fees, but I didn't have the money. And so a friend blessed me with some money, but still it wasn't enough. But praise God, because they allowed me to start the school. Because of the production costs, they still needed me to pay the first half. Went through some troubles, but thank God he provided the first half. But I was still left with the second half of the fees, which I still owe today. But God's grace is still on me because last night I graduated and despite of me coming late, I was awarded the Most Improved Student Award, which was such an honour. I still have problems in hand because in January I need to start my internship and I haven't paid my whole fees, so they won't allow me to start. They have given me until Friday to pay the money or else I will vacate the premises because I can't afford to do that. I still need the money and greatly appreciate your prayers. Have a blessed Christmas in his service, Harry. So... We received this email just a couple of days before Christmas. He tell you, you listen to this man, and he left his home with not enough money to get to where God was calling him to go, and he went anyway, and he just believed, and somehow he scraped through, but at the end of the day, he didn't have the money to continue. An enormous faith. And so we were able to respond really quickly. We talked to our US parent, back to the Bible, who had some money in a scholarship fund, and we found some money locally, and, and we got halfway to paying for the fees for these nine students that were outstanding. So I sent an email off saying, look, here's half the amount. That's all we could scratch together. Um, I'll pray that you'll get the rest. And so I sent that email off, and I was trying to write radio programs, but somehow God wouldn't let me settle. And, and I just felt God saying, put this before your brothers in Canada, because, of course, back to the Bible, the ministry that we serve, is a global ministry. And so I floated it by our Canadian director, a good friend of mine. Five minutes later, my PC rings, because we talk across the internet on PCs. And it was Bob, our Canadian director, and his 2IC, Byron. We were chit-chatting, and they said we'd love to help. We'd love to pay the whole of the remaining amount. I thought, wow, here we are the last working day before Christmas. This is Harry's last day before he has to pull the plug on his dream of being trained in Christian radio and go home back to Zimbabwe, where it's very difficult to be a Christian. And God goes from Africa to Australia, to the US, to Canada, and all the way back again, just for Harry and these eight other students. For me, I felt like a bystander in the middle of something God was doing. I mean, Harry in the world's eye is just some young black kid from Zimbabwe who needs money, but in God's eyes, Harry is a great man of faith. Harry stepped out in faith and he took the risk. And listen to me, God never, ever forsakes the Harrys of this world. Never. I shudder to think what God has got planned for Harry in the next few years. How many lives he will save across Africa through Harry. Let me ask you something. Are you poor? Are you needy? Do you know someone who is? When we are poor, when we don't have enough money to make ends meet, when we are struggling financially, as people often are, you know, it's almost worse in a wealthy society like Australia or New Zealand or, or the UK or the US because they're supposed to be the land of opportunity. They're supposed to be the place where you can, you can be well off. 
When we are struggling financially and we look and we turn and we say, Father, Father God, I need you, I need your help, he will never, ever forsake us. Never. It's God's promise. You put your faith in me. You look for me. You seek for me. You, you want me. And I'll never leave you destitute. It's so easy when we are struggling financially, when we're in a precarious position to think, God could never come through on this. God would never do this for me. If you are ever in that position, can I ask you to remember Harry? Can I ask you to remember what God did for that young man who had the guts to follow after the call that the Holy Spirit had put in his heart? God is an awesome God. God will travel around the world ten times to get you the money that you need if you're struggling. God will never leave us destitute. We need never be afraid of being poor. And maybe if you know somebody who is struggling financially, maybe it's time where God is calling you to be the instrument of God's grace in that person's life. Just a simple thing like helping someone make a car payment can say more about who God is and how much he loves a person than all the sermons under the sun. I would encourage you to have the faith to believe. I would encourage you to remember Harry's story in your heart and have the faith to believe that God can provide for you and that God will provide for you. sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with Jesus. So before we go, I'd like to tell you about a free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to him. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free, delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen, or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. It's God's Word fresh for you each day. To receive your free e-devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. And as a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to that website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.